Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Slasher Siblings podcast. I am your host Hayden and my co-host and sister Cicely. And for the very first episode, we're going to talk about The Shining. So, I I don't really think we exactly figured out what we want to do, but I figure we can talk about our favorite scenes of the movie or uh Maybe scenes we didn't really like in the movie. Not necessarily that we didn't like any scenes, but I figured I could start off by saying a little bit what this movie's about. So I like to use IMDb for looking at the ratings and summary and stuff like that. It has an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm. And it has over a million ratings. Got a 10 in my book. <laughs> I, I also put a 10. But I mean, I put a 10 on everything that I like for everything I see on IMDb, but IMDb describes it as a movie about a family heading to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from both past and future. That's a a pretty good Mm -hmm. description of the movie. It came out in 1980. Yeah, it came out in 1980 and it's rated R. Two hours and twenty six minutes. R. There's a bunch of trivia. There's two hundred and seventy six trivia for this movie. Oh my god. And there's sixty five quotes that people thought were super interesting. Like uh here's Johnny. That's, here's Johnny. It's actually probably my favorite one. There's a hundred and three <laughs> goofs for it. I'm obviously not gonna read all of them, but uh Did you say goofs? Yeah. Like Matt. Like, they messed up some things. Oh. Like, a, maybe a camera was seen in a mirror or, like, gifts. Anyway, um, obviously I'm not going to go through all 276 trivia, but I remember reading a trivia a while ago that someone said that the Here's Johnny thing wasn't even in the script. Jack Nicholson just said that because of... Johnny Carson? Yeah, I think so. I think that was actually pretty perfect. Obviously, they just seem to be... There's a lot of stuff that was different. So we can start off with some of our, our favorite scenes. Like I said, that Here's Johnny scene is probably my favorite in the entire movie. When I first... The the first time I saw that movie, the axe coming through the door really did scare me. <laughs> Even though, like, I knew he was swinging an axe at the door, it, it it scared me pretty good. But like we were saying, the uh, the here's Johnny thing being ad libbed kind of added that sort of terrifying aspect to it. Just seeing his face shoved into the door like that. I have here Jack Nicholson was perfectly casted for this movie. I, there's deep fakes on facebook and the internet and stuff like uh-huh. jim carrey and other people's faces put on too and out of all the different deep fakes that i've seen none quite hold up as well as jack nicholson obviously one of his earlier movies was uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest that's a good one that's a very good movie but i like him in that movie too it seems like i think that they may have seen his work in that movie and thought that he played a very good like psychotic character i guess you could say um I don't think anyone else could have been Jack. No, I don't think so either. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of funny that his name is Jack, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Torrance, played by Jack Nicholson. Danny's I was, real name is Danny. They said something about the kid having an easier time with being Danny when his name was Danny or something like that. Oh, yeah. That I think that um, probably for child actors, having your own name in the movie is probably easier for you to remember. But I, I also have that he was perfectly casted, too. He is the cutest little thing. <laughs> I don't think that you have too many... I mean, you do have a lot of options when it comes to child actors, but I think that when it comes to 
their ability at however old he was in the movie you kind of have to just sometimes you just have to kind of take the leap and hope that they're good not saying that he was bad i'm just saying like i hope he was good kind of thing yeah because it's a child you can't really expect you you can't expect jack nicholson's (laughs) you know acting acting ability from a a (laughs) eight-year-old he did pretty darn good no he did really good i don't think he went on to do too much acting after that uh i guess that was his only like movie he was in but he did a cameo in dr sleep oh okay. but that said he didn't do much after that i didn't think so um doc i think the doctor scene when he's in bed he's in bed and uh-huh. he's like sick and stuff i feel like that that scene perfectly explains who tony is and i know tony is a very big presence in the book like okay. way more than the movie but in in the book he's he actually shows up as like a material person in the book oh. and talks to danny and stuff but the doctor i feel like explained tony to us perfectly whereas in the book it was just like assumed that we knew who tony was we just knew he was an imaginary friend yeah he wasn't in the actual movie no danny said that tony was his imaginary friend that lives in his mouth and then I mean, he would does... hide in his stomach he does say that in the book that that's actually in the book but uh-huh. in the movie he you don't see tony you just see him well he's the finger he's the iconic finger thing there's a lot of iconic stuff in the in Sometimes this movie i like to talk with my finger like that <laughs> like uh the cigarette ash <laughs> could you imagine like ordering food at a restaurant and you're using your finger <laughs> <laughs> the the cigarette ash on her cigarette yeah that's that's iconic right there. That's that's one of the biggest things everyone knows. Not a more anxiety-inducing moment than waiting for that cigarette ash to fall off her yeah, cigarette because it's know. three inches long. <laughs> uh, but she she quit smoking though in the book. Oh. Jack was the one that was still smoking throughout the book, so it was kind of you know interesting to see it flipped like that because yeah you don't see Jack. I think I saw Jack smoking in the. I don't think so. Because he quit smoking and was an alcoholic for most of the book oh he quit drinking in the beginning of the movie and then he was like yeah what? he uh so he quit right after he broke danny's arm yes uh-huh. but in the movie he dislocated his shoulder but um, oh he broke his arm in the book yeah right after he broke his arm he did quit drinking but he had like really bad struggles with it like any anybody yeah would you know having quit stuff cold turkey but uh the a very good moment when they started to introduce the shine into the movie so we thought maybe you know this imaginary friend might have been telling danny stuff but then when they finally showed the shine it was like it was almost like this superpower kind of thing yeah that was i thought that was really really cool dick halloran Uh saying like this is called the shine me and my grandma used to talk to each other without even opening our mouths and stuff like that that was such a cool scene to yeah. see of them like, like talking scene. to each other without talking to each other uh-huh. there was he was perfectly casted too which i mean he does die after this movie like the actor which sucks he couldn't be in dr sleep but he was i think he was he was old and, yeah he was older in this movie and this was 1980 so yeah what was it 2019 dr sleep came <laughs> yeah out? there's no so way. he would have been super old at this point i think the relationship between halloran and danny is perfectly built he starts to trust halloran yes like like very quick well not very quickly but like like the way they talk to each other yeah and how they talk to each other in their minds I just feel uh, like he has no one else that really understands him. Yeah, so he kind of like latches onto him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And the iconic big wheel. 
Everyone knows the big wheel. If you're a big fan of horror movies you and you see like a sticker or a picture of a big wheel, you, you got to think of The Shining. Even if maybe you haven't seen it, it's... It's been everywhere. Um, the iconic carpet, too. Everyone knows that carpet. It's even in Toy Story in uh, Sid's, house. Sid's house. The That's kid funny. who blows up the toys and tears them apart uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah, his his carpeting in his house is the shining carpeting. Uh-huh. Oh, the twins? That was oh, yeah. the, that was really creepy. Extremely creepy. They're always so creepy. <laughs> I don't care how many times I watch that movie. Oh, they're just so creepy. I know. And the way they talk and stuff. Hello, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Come, come play with us forever. I like the like dissension into madness too. It's not like a quick just oh Jack's crazy kind of thing. It was like a gradual thing throughout the movie. It's like he, yeah. he's writing a story and then he's staring out the window. And he's back <laughs> to writing his story and then he wants to kill him. Like it seems like they really took their time in displaying the craziness of, you know, Jack yeah sitting into this hotel with his wife and child and no other people in the entire hotel the lloyd scene i always like that scene where lloyd comes out and he's talking to him at the bar yeah i i really like that scene it's like because it shows that split second before where the bar's empty the ballroom's empty and then all of a sudden the bar's full and he walks up to it and then there's lloyd and then there's all the people dancing behind him it like kind of cements that jack's going crazy feeling so do you think that's in his head or do you think he's like going back in time or do you think he's like where he was supposed to be i kind of feel like the ghosts were starting to come out okay Uh, i feel like jack's deteriorating mind kind of made him weak and susceptible to the The ghosts the spirits influence and stuff i feel like his mind was already starting to be rocky i mean his he he's been addicted to alcohol he he's guilty over breaking dan or in the movie uh dislocating danny's shoulder he's still guilty for being mean to you know wendy and everything but like with those kind of things it seemed it makes us look like the spirits were taking well they were taking advantage of it but that scene there makes it seem like he's already at the falling point it's just a matter of getting to the point where they can take over his mind yeah i'm picking up what you're putting down uh let's see the oh i wrote that down the ballroom scene showing a hold on jack's mind i wrote that down so that was thing i already had written down the red rum red rum (laughs) that scene's a a very good scene and like i said the child actor that they had like the red rum scene was such an iconic scene that people have them on have red rum on stickers t-shirts bumper stickers like everything i was gonna get it tattooed exactly with my my skeleton exactly so people have it everywhere and most people that see the red rum know exactly what it is just because of this movie oh the the scene on the stairs i have a little trivia for that 127 takes oh my god 127 so wendy's actress was so messed up from that that scene yeah she was (laughs) like emotionally and physically exhausted from that just that scene and i have another little piece of trivia was that jack nicholson was fed the one food that he absolutely hates and that's cheese sandwiches yeah i i heard that too he was only fed that just to get that angry and broken you know mindset 
That was if the I only had to thing eat he pickles. <laughs> just pickles. I'd be so, I'd be acting the same way. Oh. Well, uh, that got him into it. It got him into that mindset of anger and disgust. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and then right after that, here the here's Johnny scene, which you know everyone loves. That's my favorite scene. Uh, I also, well, the the axe is also iconic too. You know, everyone knows. Sicily C- pointed to a little uh, Funko Pop of Jack Torrance with the axe that she brought for yeah, just I, special for this. I brought him today. We'll have to post a picture on He's super cute. On the Facebook page for everyone to see it. Look at his eyebrows. Yeah, he's pretty he's, he's like, pretty pissed. Oh, cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwiches, that's right. Oh, here's here's a scene that was in the book that I really wish was in uh the movie. Not only Dick Halloran lives in the book, he doesn't die in the book, but He's attacked by hedge animals. So you know the uh, hedge bushes that are cut into shapes and animals and stuff like elephants and rabbits yeah. and whatnot. Those come alive in the book and like. Interesting. Danny sees them move all around the grounds and stuff. And then when Dick Halloran comes to help Dan- to save Danny, they attack Dick Halloran before he can get to the hotel. So he's all cut up by branches and stuff, like cut through his coat and everything. But he lives. But I really wish that the hedge animals were in the movie. I know that they weren't because it would have been a lot in CGI Yeah. to make hedge to animals move but I really wish the attacking scene for the hedge animals were in the movie a difference is instead of that uh, axe that he has is a roke mallet what is that? it's, uh, it's, a, it's a French game it's like uh, what's you hit the mallet you take the mallet and you hit the ball <laughs> through the hoops what's that, what's that uh... game called? <laughs> croquet it's croquet it's, he, it's, it's like said... the French <laughs> I almost said crochet crochet yes it's a crochet mallet a roke mallet he beats the shit out of dick halloran with a with a mallet instead of the axe but oh jack (laughs) comes back to his mind in the book and sacrifices himself by blowing up the overlook hotel that's how the the original book ends and then it's it's the iconic ending too it's one of my favorite endings you know um danny and Wendy, you know, escape the hotel, and Danny's talking to Dick Halloran, even though he's dead, he has him in his head, and I just feel like, even though the hotel takes Jack, where, where it zooms out of that picture of him in the ballroom yeah, uh-huh. at 1950 or whatever uh-huh. it was, I, I feel like even though it's a sad ending, Jack being taken by the hotel, I feel like it's such a perfect wrap on his version of the movie. Um, even though there are a lot of differences between book and movie, you're not, you, really, you can write things a certain way, but you'll never be able to bring those pages to life 100% perfect of any book. It could be the most realistic book anyone's ever written, and I don't think anyone would able be able to bring that story to life 100% perfectly, but I feel like he ended that book perfectly. Period. Let me hear your thoughts on this movie. So do you think he... I don't know, it's just... Like I said, it it's one of those movies that makes you think. Yeah, Like Pulp true. Fiction, like you're trying to figure out what the heck's going on. But do you think in a past life he was there... And came back because obviously there was something there telling like Danny some some shit's gonna go down here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So obviously there's a connection somewhere between Danny and Dick <laughs> in the hotel. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just wonder. Like kind of like a reincarnation type deal. Yeah, I like I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, because that picture when he zooms out, he's in it, and I, at the end, I was like, oh my god, wait, this changes everything. Well, in the book, it's said that Jack also had the shining as a, hmm. as a kid oh but he grew out of it he danny never it. did because his is just like so powerful or so whatever. i wonder if i guess they were passing that down because of dick and his grandma it makes you think it. maybe everyone with the shining has a connection to the the spirits at the hotel like everyone that has the shining like takes on the the spirits memories and stuff Maybe? It's it's never know. fully explained in the book either, so I don't know I don't know the definitive answer, but it makes you think. Makes you think. Makes you want to scratch your noggin. <laughs> I was just reading random stuff, random little facts, and it says that they changed the room from two seventeen to two thirty seven. Yes, because they were afraid at the actual hotel, people wouldn't want to check into room two thirty seven. Because of the movie. Yeah. Like the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. But I guess people, that was like the most re- requested room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to stay in there. I want to stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> we should go there. I want to. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, that's that would be really cool to go. Now, do you think the real hotel is actually haunted? Probably not. You don't think so? J- not, not just because of... You know, the Shining being filmed there or anything, but I could definitely see it as a place of like, if a spirit said, if a, if a spirit thought to themselves, oh, let's, if we want to go this to is where, vibe. yeah, this is a vibe, let's go where the energy's the best, Stanley Hotel. I guess you could do research and find out if the Stanley Hotel is actually haunted or not. Either but... way, it's creepy. Yeah, for sure. And huge. Could you yeah. imagine? I, I don't th- think, I, listen, I live in the tiniest little cabin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine. In a giant hotel. You know how many cats I would have? Yeah. Probably about (laughs) 104. (laughs) As many as I could fit comfortably. So, 104. So, next thing on my list is buying a hotel. Buying a hotel. Rescuing all the cats. Um, <laughs> and in the movie, they said when they, they built the hotel, it was built on an Indian burial ground. Yeah, that's right. I wonder if that has anything to do with all the commotion going on in the hotel. In the uh, Doctor Sleep book, they touch on that a little more. What do they say? They don't say it too much in the uh, movie, but like Rose the Hat, she owns the reservation that the Overlook burned down on, and they built a campground there. Oh. And they live there, and they've lived there for a long time because of the in like the Indian burial ground and where the spirits were and stuff. It's where they it's where Rose the Hat and their uh, group is the strongest. Is right on that reservation. Oh, their powers. Yeah, pretty much. You think that has something to do with the Shining? Probably. They don't actually know that the spirits are there, but they they like know they 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 can feel the energy and feel how strong it is, but they don't actually know. That it was part of the hotel or anything in the book. I think a cool scene is when Jack's looking down at the maze. Can yeah, see you can see and Wendy and Danny in I it. I thought that was cool. First time I saw that, I was like, ooh. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> freaky. But that's freaky. also that iconic scene where he's just staring out the window. Ooh. They, it like zooms in on his face just yeah. staring. I, thought, I really like that Sometimes. scene too. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that's what I look like. When I like zone out. Yeah, you do. I do I could, it all I could, the time. I could see someone pulling into <laughs> mom and dad's driveway and you're just staring out the window like out the Jack window. Nicholson. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. That's why I'm wondering, is it like 
Tony, is he communicating with Dick? Because Dick already knew he got the job, or is it something in the hotel itself? It's, if that makes sense. It was more of like the hotel itself. The spirits there knew that he got that job. And then Tony had a connection through, like I said, The Shining. Tony's got connections. <laughs> What's next? Danny saw the murders. Oh yeah, the, of the twins. Yeah, and the the blood. We didn't talk about the blood coming out of the elevators. What yeah. do you think that is? I think <laughs> it's not in the it's book. So the bloodshed of everybody who died in the hotel, just going. That's a yeah. That's good. I I can vibe with that. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, that's what I thought, but I don't know. No, that that seems like a good reason as any. I mean, it makes sense. It would make sense as to why there's just this big waterfall of blood in the middle of the hotel. Yeah. I can't really think of a more, you know, rational reason other than that. I feel like it's just a repeating cycle. Yeah. Like, since 1909, when they started having people in the hotel, and it's, what, this, I think this is based in the 70s, right? So Yeah, 78 or something like that. And I think they just keep going through people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, every caretaker there, pretty sure they said every, but like every caretaker there died there, like murdered his family and died there. So That's why I'm saying like maybe the blood is, maybe it was like a warning to Danny as well. Like, (laughs) hey buddy. You better get on up out of here. It's going to happen. That scene actually took several takes. Oh, sure did. They didn't get it home. (laughs) They had to fill the elevator shaft again. Oh, yeah. Mops? Like, what? (laughs) I'd be like, one take and that's it. We're done. That's what everyone thought. They thought that they would do it one take. But I think one take was a a couch being pushed in the camera. So he got mad and was like, hey, we have to do it again. And I think think it was three total takes. And, like, the door didn't open correctly in the second take. So they did a third take. And then the third take was good enough, I think. A lot of blood. Yeah, that's a lot of blood. I forget how many gallons they said they used, but it was astronomical. (laughs) No, it was a horror movie, they say. Oh, the actor? Yeah, little boy. He didn't know it was supposed to be scary? Right. So that was genuine fear half the time. I guess, yeah. (laughs) That's what I read on the interwebs. Well, maybe that's another reason he didn't do too much acting after. (laughs) He was probably really traumatized. Yeah, okay. most likely. If he, if a kid didn't know it was a, a horror movie whenever he became a child actor. <laughs> Did you find your thing you were looking for? Um. Oh, here it is. He didn't know he was in a horror movie. For protection, he was told they were making a drama. Oh, drama to horror. That's a pretty big jump. And he didn't see the film entirely until he was into his teens. I guess that's nice of them. I guess, yeah. I guess. I'm not trying to traumatize him too much, but I mean, there are some scenes in there that he had to be pretty scared of while filming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Well, how did they explain the twin scene to him? Would be, you know what I mean? Like, just pretend you're really scared. (laughs) Just like, act shocked. Cover your face. (laughs) I guess he improvised this finger thing, too. Oh, yeah, I read something about that. It was something... Cute! Didn't he do that? First? I forget. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't want to say anything Stanley wrong. But... liked it. Yeah, he just did it one day or whatever. They're like, hey, that's good. Keep doing that. Put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> the elevator scene took a year to film. A year? A year! It was a lot quicker than I... Or a lot longer than I thought. year to film. Because it took a while. Three shots. Three shots? Yeah. Yeah. It required nine days to clean up the hallway, 
Yeah, I thought it was a good bit. I didn't know wow. it was a year, but I, I remember the three shots part. Wow. I mean, filling, you know, d dumping that much blood into out of a elevator into a hallway it, it takes it takes you like an hour to clean up water you spilled on the floor <laughs> and all that blood in an entire hallway i don't think i would have the patience to clean that up no definitely not and i imagine that they they probably built a set separate from the hotel i don't think that they were dumping that blood in the hotel that would be really hard to do that'd be really hard to get out of the carpet not only that but like imagine how far that blood would go inside the hotel there's just no way there's no way i hope that they built a set who knows what else you got i just wrote down a bunch of little right <laughs> like i wrote down for some reason that it took it takes like on average an hour to get through the maze oh yeah i, I guess i don't well, know Well, depends on if you I, I would be in there for two days if i went in there it depends on who you are because you were saying earlier how I people kept you... getting lost in the I bet you money dad could get through that maze in 20 minutes. Yeah, probably. All he has to do is look at the map and he's like, yep, I know where it is. <laughs> Let me... Oh, yes, the wind's blowing this way. <laughs> the stars are pointed that way. And the sun is rising from this side. That way! <laughs> I brought hey. my compass just in case. He could he if he wanted to he could walk <laughs> from here to South Carolina where Aunt Jenny lives. He just he is the human GPS. He's exactly. so smart, so smart. <laughs> uh, you said the director even got lost in the maze. Yeah. <laughs> like, could one, you imagine that? The one in charge of the movie gets lost in the maze. I would get so frustrated. I would just start like busting through the bushes <laughs> i think there's a wall in between i think the hedges are are oh god so you can't do that no i don't think so i would uh that's probably why they did it <laughs> they were probably like nah you gotta figure this shit out i wouldn't do that you i don't think you could pay me enough to i think if you if you put your hand on the right wall of nearly any maze and just keep going you know what i mean like just walk with your hand on the wall in a maze that you should get back to one of the entrance or exit or whatever. I'm going to try that, and then I'm going to be real Next time you're in a maze. When are you in a maze? <laughs> Next time I find myself in a maze. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, ew, let's talk about the uh, old lady in the tub. Oh, the tub scene. Yucky. 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 Actually, it makes me gag a little because she's, like, decomposing. Yeah, it... it... She's literally... That makes me wonder... When did this happen? Like, did they lock up shop? And they're like, see ya! And they left that old lady in there to die? No, 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 that was a spirit. You remember how She's she... just chilling in that room. Yeah, she... That was room 237. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, that's the one that all the people... Whatever. Um, you, you see how she was changing from Jack's point of view where he saw her as this young woman? Yes. Back to the decomposing body? Well, that was to me made it seem like more of the hotel's hold on his mind making him see like this younger woman this to, to hit jack uh jack's mind was like the sexy woman he wanted to sleep with and it was like kind of like a contract i guess like you you can sleep with this woman but that means we have your mind to torment your family with this kind of confirms that you're the hotel now kind of thing you are the hotel now. you are the hotel <laughs> what do you think of that scene well i just honestly 
just get so grossed out by her. <laughs> like, her skin is just coming off of her body. Yeah. And she's just old and laughing and walking slowly towards him. I think she was him. missing teeth oh, when she oh, smiled. God. That kind of creeps me out a little bit. She starts, like, coming after him. I'm like, go. Get out of there. Oh, when she chased Danny. When she chased Jack out the room. She started, like, walking after him. Like, come back. And she's, like, cracking up. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. In the in the book, that was Danny being chased out of the room. He She ch- uh, strangled him. Left marks around his throat. Yeah, she, that happened, yeah. He had oh. bruises on his neck. And then, and oh, then yeah, when yeah, he yeah. comes and is like, did you do this to him? How could you? That's right. And then she's like, oh, it was actually an old lady? Go check it out. And he goes to check. Yeah. He, okay, here's the thing. He goes to check it out. And, like, find this woman who strangled his son and then starts making out with her. Yeah. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> Clock her. <laughs> he didn't know that it was her that did that. Plus, he, he thought it was... He could easily assume. Yeah, but he thought it was, like, someone broke into the hotel and was, like, looking for somebody. Like, I would have walked in there and been like, was that you? Was yeah. that you? It was It was her. Roll my sleeves up. <laughs> Not choking my son. Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing elbows. I really appreciate the ending that wendy and danny got away yeah and even though i like jack nicholson and the movie a lot it was very satisfying to see him frozen <laughs> yeah outside yeah. and i think it was a, it was kind of funny actually that was all that snow was like salt and salt and styrofoam yeah it wasn't even snow so that's kind of funny to think like he looks frozen but he's sitting in a imagine sitting in a heap of salt and styrofoam like that couldn't have smelled good no couldn't have or felt good no uh but no that like i said earlier that was kind of a perfect ending to the to the movie that he wrote because there was no way you know jack was getting out of that he was not coming back from the grasp of the hotel he wasn't he definitely wasn't gonna in the maze he couldn't even catch danny yeah no. danny's was super smart oh yeah backtracking his steps yep uh-huh. backwards in the maze and him outrunning jack somehow like there was no way he was catching danny or wendy there was no way that he was getting out of that hotel alive it was all it was all pre-planned from the moment that he let the hotel take him over yeah kind of thing and i think it's very i don't know i like i said before i don't like being chased or watching people be chased yeah. so like the first time i watched that which i can't even remember the first time i watched this movie i've seen it so many times yeah i was like oh <laughs> cringing because imagine getting chased through a maze by imagine. doing an axe or a imagine knife or that. something yeah no I no, I would no, lay good. down on the ground. <laughs> Just say, take me, come bro. on. Just take me. Make it quick. Thank you. But yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. If for some reason, it's a comfort movie, which might say a lot about me, but. Well, out of 10, give an honest rating, not like, oh, 10 out of 10, one of my. Give a. Honest. 10 out of 10? It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but from a. From a just pretend like you're a movie critic. Okay. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Oh my god, what's which, wrong with you? Before Why? recording this podcast, I didn't know that on IMDb it was an 8.4. But You just 
happened to give it an 8.5. When I was watching the movie, I wrote at the bottom, oh, 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> you literally thought in your head, huh, eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and then we came down here and I looked on IMDb and it said 8.4. I was like, you're right. Spot on. You're right. No, I think that, like I said, I, there were things that I wish they would have added to the movie. Uh-huh. from the book and there were changes from the book to the movie and stuff that what made it made it a, a perfect movie but as a it's easily in my top five movies easily ever yeah or just horror well horror yeah because it's one of my favorite movies ever kind of figured that yeah. but easily in the top five of my four right up there with the b movie Right up there with the B movie Barry B. Benson <laughs> Alright I think that's all we got to talk about today Yeah We just want to say real quick Before we end it uh, We want to thank everybody for sharing Liking, following the Podcast Facebook And to the listeners that listen to the introduction podcast And everyone who listens to this And future episodes We'd just like to thank everyone for giving us the support Because this is, this is all just for fun Yeah I we don't just... think we expected anybody to be interested besides like our mom <laughs> i mean we i the last i looked it was like it was well over 100 people that's liked a, and followed the, bonkers yeah thank you everybody yeah so we just wanted to say thank you before we closed out and uh thank you so much this this podcast is releasing on october 1st it's gonna be october 1st by the time you hear this anyway but once again thank you ready and for spooky season it'll be spooky season let us know your favorite horror movie on our second episode plan to come out the eighth i think it would be uh would be evil dead 2 so stick around for that one thank you catch you later